0: Welcome to the REI Freedom Podcast, where we unleash the power of real estate investing and empower you to create a life of freedom on your own terms. Are you already acquiring off-market properties? Then listen closely, because we have something very special for you. At REI Freedom, we provide high-level acquisition skills training and coaching to take your real estate game to the next level. Say goodbye to deal cancellations and hello to consistent success. Our proven methods and expert guidance will equip you with the tools you need to secure more deals consistently.
1: Imagine a life where you have the freedom to live on your own terms, where real estate investing becomes your key to financial independence and fulfillment. It's time to break free from the ordinary and create the life you've always wanted. Let us provide you with the skills and knowledge to unlock the doors to your dreams. Join us on the REI Freedom Podcast and embark on a transformative journey of acquiring bigger deals, securing more deals consistently, and living life on your own terms.
0: REI Freedom Podcast, unlock your potential, claim your freedom in real estate investing.
1: Welcome to today's episode of REI Freedom. In this episode, Jeremy and Dan tackle a question that many new wholesalers often ask. How do you effectively communicate with a seller about marketing the property to other buyers, especially if you may or may not be the end buyer? Dan starts off by emphasizing the importance of building rapport and being honest with the seller to establish trust. He explains that addressing the inspection process is crucial and suggests setting clear expectations, particularly highlighting inspection day and what it entails. By ensuring... The seller that increased activity will expedite the process, they are more likely to feel at ease despite the commotion caused by potential buyers viewing the property. Throughout the conversation, the topic of the end buyer may arise, prompting the seller to ask questions. Dan and Jeremy discuss why addressing this early on is essential, as it allows for any objections or uncomfortable questions to be resolved sooner rather than later. Furthermore, they highlight how this approach aids in building rapport and trust with the seller. This episode is packed with valuable, actionable steps that you can implement immediately in your business and future appointments. So sit back, relax, and let's dive right in. Hey, everybody, welcome to another
0: episode of REI Freedom. I hope everybody's doing well. Today, it's just me and Dan's show. Shelly's not here. We have no guests, but lucky for you guys, you're going to get some
2: great information
0: from Dan, the legend, Toback. How are you doing today, Dan?
2: I'm doing fantastic, Jeremy, here in the Florida market. We're getting ready for inspections. We're getting ready to go to more appointments today. So we're cooking.
0: Matter of fact, we actually have to make this a short podcast because Dan has to go lock up a deal and we can't wait for that. We're going to get right to it today with Dan, but we're hoping to provide a lot of great value. One of the questions we hear a lot in our REI Freedom Group and from students in our coaching program is, hey, as a wholesaler, when you go into a property get a property under contract, how do you talk to the sellers about marketing the property to other buyers? Because a lot of times we feel like this need to position ourselves as a cash buyer. Some of us are, some of us aren't, but for the ones who are strictly wholesaling who aren't prepared to take the property down and are looking to assign to other cash buyers, their big fear is how do I tell the seller that I'm not actually a cash buyer And I want to assign this to another investor. So Dan's going to tell you how he does it. So Dan, please share with the audience today. How do we get through that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. If you guys have listened to me chat on this subject before, maybe you haven't heard me speak on it before. The number one thing that we always want to remember when we're speaking with our seller on anything is rapport and honesty, rapport and honesty. And when in doubt, right? you're always seeking to build that bond with your seller of trust. And the way you build trust is on a foundation of honesty. When What I usually tell people or coach people, even in my small group, when they're talking about going into the wholesaling or assignment of contract aspect of real estate investing, and then we turn to it, how do you, like Jeremy said, express that to the seller? Is a, It's a few ways. So one, when I'm speaking with the seller and I'm negotiating terms of our deal, of our contract, One of the things is I address the inspection portion of the deal. And oftentimes it says, hey, listen, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, just to clarify, I want to recap that you're okay with this price, right? And that we're paying all the closing costs. One thing that I want to make sure you're okay with is our access to the property. And specifically, you want to cover the access to the property. One, we're unable to get an inspection because we're not all knowing, right? There's simply things that I cannot see. So you're allowing us to inspect the property. And then the second thing is the quicker that we can move our real estate, the more conservative we are, because quite honestly, if we're holding on to a property for a lengthy amount of time, that puts our exposure and our risk much higher because of market changes, right? interest rate changes we just seen, so if you allow me to get a head start on marketing the property, it helps you because it gives me more speed to do what I'm doing, and it also helps me, and you want me to have a good deal. you want to be honest as you possibly can be with the seller in terms of explaining your process and why you're doing it. And you want to make sure they're okay with that. So another thing that I do is, hey, listen, on the day of the inspection, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, it's going to be an absolute madhouse. It's (laughs) going to be very busy because you're going to have our inspector here. You're going to have other investors here that might be end up being the end buyer. Of course, I still fulfill our obligation as the buyer, but there might be somebody we assign the contract to. And that's how we make money as well. But I just want to make sure you're okay with it being a house party here for that one day. So you want to set the expectation on the transaction, explain that they're still receiving everything they're going to receive, and also explain that there's going to be a high level of activity. And oftentimes, you're going to find one or two things to be true. One, your seller is going to love it because you're setting this expectation there's going to be a high level of activity and they know you're working hard to get the job done. So they're going to be very happy that you're pushing things forward. So great. And you set that expectation. And that when the house is busy, they already know. That's pathway one. Pathway two, you're going to have a seller that says, what do you mean that you might not end up being the one to close it and pre-market it? What does that mean? Which is gold. Bingo, bingo. Because if there's objections, you want that now, not later, right? We want to build a relationship on honesty, integrity, and a high level of trust, rapport, right? And the only way you build that rapport is built to get those demons slayed early in the process and not later. If you go down pathway two, where there's an objection, this is a great time to continue digging deeper into your relationship with the seller, the rapport, because you can then go and say, hey, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, this is one possible way that our company makes money is to do an assignment of contract. Would you mind if I asked what might bother you about that, right? Or would that prevent us from doing business? Would me assigning the contract, even though I'm fulfilling all my terms and obligations, would that prevent us from doing business? Would you mind if I ask what bothers you? What makes you uncomfortable with that? And then you want to be able to put that on the table now because you would rather have that addressed earlier on because if it happens later, it's going to be more awkward. It's going to be a harder type of situation to solve. And as my brother, both my brothers, actually, Todd and Tom both agree with this, have awkward conversations now or so you can prevent an awkward conversation later. And I think I might have butchered that a little bit, but it's basically the same sentiment. But having the awkward conversation now is always going to be better than the awkward conversation later. It's similar to when you get married, right? Before you get married to a person, right? Before you enter into this relationship, right? What is your marriage? For those of you who do marriage counseling, I remember my marriage counseling. And I remember very well him talking about a bunch of awkward issues with this third party, but The best marriage counselors or pastors, wherever you're going to, they're the ones digging deep early on because they're the ones getting all that awkwardness on the table now versus getting a divorce because you didn't talk about all this.
0: Yeah, and we call it the term for far it is eat the frog, right? Do the hard things early on, eat them, do them first, and that will allow you the ability to have less cancellations later because you're handling the objections now and upfront and setting all those expectations rather than them being like, hey, this isn't what I expected, and then just wanting to pull out of the deal. Hey, some people may have an issue with it. But from our experience, Dan, we see that most and most of most people don't care what you do with the property. They don't care how much money you make on the property. All they care about is can get the deal done and can you solve my problem? Because again, we're working with mostly distressed people that have distressed situations that need our help. And Like you said, you're providing honesty, you're being transparent, you're building rapport, and in that process, you're providing value. So as long as you provide enough value, they don't care what you do with the property. Just get the deal done and and give them the value that you're telling them you're going to
2: give them. Yeah, absolutely. And truer words never said because at the end of the day, right, that level of certainty that you're providing, they, a lot of times, don't care how the sausage is made. They don't care about all these little steps as an investor we do, right? going to the title company, we're talking about you to other investors, our inspector, they just want to have the end result. And you want to set the expectation of what that looks like, right? And set the expectation of anything attached to emotions, right? So having a packed house, right? Full of buyers, inspector, right? Something like that could be overwhelming. But if you associate that activity with the finish line, right? Of the transaction, right? Oftentimes, Instead of having that activity be a stressor, they know it's a blessing, not a burden, because that's helping facilitate us to get to the finish line and get rid of that problem that they have in that situation.
0: Absolutely. And when Dan keeps using the word inspection, a lot of us, when we market, we say no inspections, cash offer. When we talk to sellers about inspections, I'll just add this little piece, too. We're not talking about our offer really being always contingent upon passing inspection. A lot of times inspections are just for informational purposes only, right? Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that we do our due diligence and there's no foundation or structural issues. There's no barrels of oil buried somewhere in the yard or under the house or something like that. So we just want to make sure that we know exactly what we're getting into. Now you should have in your contract that inspection allows you to get out of it in case there is some things like that that don't want to move forward with. So that should be something that you have but at the end of the day, when you talk to a seller, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, this inspection is really for informational purposes only. And for other people that I work with in the area, other investors to take a look at the property, because I don't know if I'm going to keep this property. At least that's how we say it. But hey, if you're not going to keep the property, like I work with other investors in the area and we team up and we help each other succeed. And I am going to assign the rights to this property to somebody else. They're going to actually close on it in their LLC. I'm going to get paid doing it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be the one here holding your hand to make sure everything gets taken care of and I'm going to be your solution to your problems. Is that okay with you, Mr. and Mrs. Seller? And they say,
2: I don't care what you do. I don't care how much you make. I don't care what it takes. Just get it done, please. Exactly. Yeah. I've gotten that a lot, actually. And when that was one of my preconceived notions before I got into real estate investing. Every person is going to be really shocked at how much we make or they're going to have an issue with us making money. But What I've come to find is actually that concept of if the seller is okay with me making a profit is the most strange thing in the world, but how, right? One of the questions that I often will say, say, hey, listen, you'll make more money, right? Jeremy, this is the one you use a lot too, when you were starting out and doing the acquisitions yourself, you'll make more money listing with an agent, right? Why not list with an agent? Oftentimes there's a solution that they need that they cannot get through that avenue. So for example, we have a, a situation now where There's a tenant in the property and the owner really has a lot of awkward tension with this tenant. So they want us to really handle the relationship. They want us to close with the tenant in place and have us handle that and facilitate that. So there's a cost to the convenience, right? Remember that if you're listening, cost to convenience. And the higher the convenience and the value that you offer, the higher the cost of your service. And that's not just this business, guys. If you go into any other business in the world, It's always associated with the value you bring, right? If you get a car with all these cool features and the engine's roaring and it goes from zero to 150 in two seconds, there's a cost to have a car with those features, to have a vehicle, to have a product with those type of services, right? And it's the same thing for any other goods and services-based business. The cost goes up. There's a premium price on the customer service aspect. So the more you could lean into that and be honest and be open with your sellers and let them know, hey, listen, we're not the people you want to talk to if you want highest price, but we are the people if you want convenience, flexible timeline, no repairs happening for closing, et cetera. That's where you could really find your niche and your area of service in your community.
0: Absolutely. 100% Dan, great commentary there. And I will just say that I just did a presentation the other day and when somebody was listening, he says, you're getting houses 50, 60 cents on the dollar. How can that be? He could not wrap his head around that, right? He had a limited mindset. And a lot of us do, especially early on in this industry. And yes, we buy houses and or assign houses 50, 60 cents on the dollar every day because we are providing value. So what we provide in value, 99.9% of other buyers and 99.9% of realtors won't be able to provide that value. So you are providing a tremendous amount of value to help them in their situation in exchange for equity in their home and you get it 50, 60 cents on the dollar all day long. And they don't care how much money you make. They don't care who you're signing with. Just please solve my problem. Great stuff today, Dan. I hope these guys listening go and apply this. I will say one more thing, Dan, one of your brothers said this to me early on. And this is a phrase that he says that I really like. And you talked about being honest and transparent, right? Be a truth seeker and be a truth teller. So just be honest and transparent and have those awkward conversations, like Dan said, early and often as much as you can so there'll be no seller's remorse after the contract signed and you just get the deal done. Just make sure you do your best to work hard for them and fulfill your obligations as you promised.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with that more. Just in our small group coaching uh, yesterday, we talked a lot about that concept and you want to always tell the truth, but you always want to have a high expectation of the truth being told to you back by using really good questions. Those awkward questions that the gang early and often.
0: Great stuff. Dan, we don't want to hold you anymore. We know you have to go lock up deals because that's what you do. You are Dan. I lock it up. Legend Toback down to South Florida. We appreciate your insight as always. Guys, please share this podcast if you can. We hope you guys are getting a lot out of it. If you haven't joined our REI Freedom Facebook group, guys, you got to get in there. Me and Dan do lives all the time. We're providing free training for you guys. And if you want to learn more about our coaching program, Guys, come learn from the best. Mr. Dan Tolback, he'll teach you everything so you can lock up deals as soon as you get off podcast, like he's going to do today. Everybody, have a great day. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jeremy.
1: We like to call the members of our REI Freedom Group the Freedom Fighters because we know that when you achieve success in REI, you gain ultimate freedom, time freedom, financial freedom, and limitless potential to create life on your own terms. But we also know that the road to REI success isn't easy. And sometimes you have to fight to get there. So there you have it. Join us and let's go get it, Freedom Fighters.
0: All right, Freedom Fighters, I need your help. Please subscribe to our podcast. Please leave a rating and review. It's going to help us out so much as we continue to grow this podcast. Recommend the podcast to friends and family. There are so many people out there that want to be a Freedom Fighter, just like you and I. We need to share this podcast so we can give them the high-level acquisition skills they need to build a life of time freedom on their own terms please visit our website and join our email list and you'll find extra resources and info there if you have more interest in following us on social media rei freedom and of course if you want more info on our acquisition coaching programs please go to reifreedom.com to learn more freedom fighters let's go